G'day humans, what's good work? Chris Funder here with Fruities Alex for another edition of Wrestling All Style. Alex, how's uh, the old post office going? Did you go down with your beanie and get recognised again? <laughs> not this time, not this time. Thankfully, uh, I was home when the mail arrived and courtesy of my good friend Chris Thunder, I received a lovely little package a couple of weeks ago and I still haven't opened it yet. Well, I opened... I've, I opened the main package, but I haven't opened the contents yet. And yes, uh, would you like to explain to the humans what we've got here today as a special open to the wrath? I guess we've got a few packs of Aussie wrestling cards. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, crazy. Uh, on first appearance... Um, Pretty good quality packaging, and just by just slightly bending the pack, it feels to be of a good quality too. Yeah, they're not not too bad. Got a little uh, drop bear on the front of them. Yeah, yeah, the little drop bear. Um, so I just say let's just open uh, wave one. First pack. First pack. Oh my god. Okay, let's see what we got. Oh my god, they—that's um—that's not going to get accidentally opened. I'll tell you that. <laughs> they seem pretty nice. They're like a like a um playing card. Yeah. Packing. I would assume we've got the exact same cards. I don't know if there's any, like, signature variants or anything like that. I think it's just plain cards. Yep. Um, yes. So, yeah, on on the top of the deck, we've got Ant Cava. Yep. And then we've got uh, the legend herself, Shazza McKenzie. Yep. Uh, Jude London. Very good. Another legend, Davis Storm. Uh, Edward Dusk. Yeah, sort of a, a hidden gem of the Aussie scene. Definitely. Uh, I love the work he does. Um, Lena Cross, um, big fan, big fan. Mick Moretti. Lord <laughs> Andy Coyne. Very good, very good. You gotta have the non-wrestlers in there too. Yeah. Uh Crackerjack, a genuine <laughs> Australian wrestling legend, as it says here. The Australian wrestling legend. Yes, but what does he have with him? He's got his barbed wire cricket bat. <laughs> as he should. I believe that's an old Slazinger by the looks of things. Yeah. <laughs> For the cricket bat nerds out there. Um <laughs> And then to close off the pack, Ricky South, one of my favourites. Yeah, pretty good opening pack. You got a few from around the country as well. You've got a few from PWA, a few more well-known from Melbourne. You got Davis from Western Australia. Yep, it's pretty good. I have to put some of those in my binder. For sure, for sure. Um. Wave two. So these are the Australian wrestling cards is what they're called. I can put a link uh, to them in the uh, show notes this week. 
Yeah. No, it's um, a good price point too and very good quality cards, to be honest. Because, um, like, I've got some, like, uh, cards that the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast did and it's barely cardboard. It's basically paper that those cards are on. Oh, no. Yeah. I wonder... Uh, I wonder if I got him near here somewhere. Yeah, I do. I do. I'll just show you. So, let's have a uh, let's have a look at your favorite wrestler, Chelsea Green. Oh my god, Chelsea's actually uh, talented. That's a sad thing. I'm barely uh. squeezing my fingers together. And it's like a uh, skateboard ramp at a 45 degree angle there. Yeah, and if I do the same amount of pressure, yeah. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. So, um, yeah, I couldn't sell that uh, any better. Yeah, these are just flimsy little things, <laughs> these major bros ones. Um, what other ones have I got here? Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Austin and a dude love card. Yeah. yeah. Are you ready to uh, look at this wave two pack? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Right. What have we got? Sniper of the Skies. Robbie Eagles. Very good. Uh, Tali from uh, New South Wales there. One of both of ours favourites. Ooh, Paris de Silva. Oh, that'll go well with the Jude London card. <laughs> yes, indeed. Julian Ward, uh, product of uh, EPW, yep. for a time there was part of, um, oh, I'm trying to think of the name of it, not T the um, subgroup in TMDK, uh, Untouchables. Yeah. We have the Outback legend Down Under. Very good. Who was in Wright City, if yes. I'm remembering my South Australian promotions correctly. You are correct. Uh, big fan of the gimmick. Big fan. Savannah Summers, another uh, Wright City wrestler. Yep. The Red Commander himself, Jack J. Bonza. Perfect. Diego, another announcer. Very good. So you got one announcer per pack so far. And oh, uh, these packs finish strong, don't they? Yeah. We got Shane Haste of TMDK currently over in uh, New Japan at the moment. With the backdrop in that photo, that looks like it's straight out of the late 90s. <laughs> like, it's such a cool-looking card, that one. The Haste? Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got Matt Hayter to close things out. Very good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Two two packs. Yeah, very good. Um, a lot of studs in this. I'm still waiting for my boy. Come on now. I'll be Devo, but oh, this this pack. Ooh. Okay. All right. So we're on way three, which is the uh, the final pack here. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. We kick things off with Adam Brooks. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Starts big, gets bigger. Madison Eagles. 
Madison Eagle is one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Uh, yep. Key to training a lot of the Aussie women. Yep. Matt Diamond. Um, Matt Diamond. Jeez, this is a this pack's loaded. Oh, there's Slater. Damien <laughs> Slater. Oh. <laughs> yeah, now this one, um, Punk, Punch Drunk Istria, this pack is stacked with talent. Yep, you've got uh, AJ Istria, Punk Drunk Istria. Jessica Troy. Oh, my God, I just saw what the next one is. Okay, so you've got Jessica Troy as well. Yep. Oh, what's this? Ah, oh, JXT, that's such a... He's got like a... Yeah, no, I love that photo. That's it's so uh, good. like a purple highlighted background while he's got his pink and white gear. Probably yeah. at a Mayhem show. Yeah. Ah, oh, one of the best commentary duos going around at the moment. Yep, Chris and Rose. And then what else have we got to uh, finish off that's... this pack? That's a badass photo. That looks like straight out of like early two thousands new metal. Like it would be this a Slipknot album cover. There's yeah. a photo of Gore, the the Snuff King, the Snuff Daddy, Snuff Bagwell himself. Yeah, and we close things off with Taylor King. Oh man, that pack was loaded. <laughs> So I think uh, out of the three packs, uh, pack three is the one that's most loaded. Oh, for sure, for sure. That's a but, lot of cards, man. Yeah, <laughs> it certainly gets your money's worth for an indie card pack out of those. That is a lot of cards. So we brought the, um, well, I should say we, I brought the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, three pack um, buy there for the first three and then... Um, yeah, or you can buy the pack separately. But, yeah, I wonder if they're going to do any, any more. I'd love it if they did, like, an autograph pack or something like that. Like, like I've got, like, a few of the major wrestling figure ones, and I've got, um, as you can see on the screen here, yes. and the humans can't, I've got a Brian Myers, Matt Cardonis double signature card, which is pretty cool. It's... um. Number 96 of 100. Uh, so currently they say the three-card set, uh, like Wave 1, 2, and 3 as a pack, is sold out. Yeah, that's On their crazy. website. So that's good. Good uh, sign. Might mean uh, more packs coming in the future. I'm just having a quick look on their, their uh, socials. But um, nothing I can see of note coming Wow. So that might give Alex a, a chance to put some new things on the uh, the Instagrams there. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah. It's not quite my randomly encased Sable card that was given to me. Why did you get a randomly encased Sable card? I don't know. The, uh, I made a trade for some figures and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll... Do 20 bucks off if you give me some random shit. <laughs> he gave me, like, these cards, like this DX one. The DX one's nice. Yeah. Be good if it didn't have... I may take that price tag off it. But... Oh, yeah, the hey. price tag's bang in the centre of the card. But yeah. at least it's nice. the tag's not actually on the card. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, we've got those. And, yeah, so the Aussie wrestling cards will go in my little card container here, and I'll get a photo up on the Insta at some point. Um, I went through um, Kmart the other day, and I got bored, and I was like, oh, fuck it. I bought a packet of, like, soccer cards. (laughs) (laughs) FIFA, ultimate team. There's like no one in here I've ever heard of. Is Mbappe in there? No, there's um Yuri Tealsman's no. Martin Martin Stecklenberg from what teams he play for? Ajax. Um <laughs> Mark Bartra from Real Batiste. Real um, Batista. Real Batista. Um Not place and ride. Antonio Adan from Sporting Lisbon, Eric Dyer from Tottenham. I've heard heard of him at least. Uh, Thomas Munier from Dortmund, Nampoli Mendy from Leicester. Oh, and just give me one sec. I've just got to grab something. Uh, continue on. Who else from and, Leicester? Uh, Nampolis Nampalis Mendy. Uh, it's not the Mendy that I know of. Um, and then Ryan Fredericks from West Ham. Just, it's like getting a, a card pack and it's just full of, like, random jobbers. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get you. Yeah. Uh, but I suppose, uh, before we move on, um, have you been out shopping recently? Other than your your soccer cards, I went to Woolworths today to look for what you were talking about. And nada, nada, nothing. Really? Yep, nothing. Uh, I I don't know if it's because of the area I'm in or whatever. Maybe we're just not going to get it out here. But fuck me! Oh, um, you poor poor bastard! Oh, you fucking prick! <laughs> Is it any good? I haven't opened it yet. I only got one because I'm limiting it, limiting it to three per customer. So I've got a blue, what the hell is this? Blue raspberry prime drink. And um, how much is that from Woolies? That's not too bad, I guess. Yeah, that's what I was like. Eh, one off, try it. But yeah, I've got one for WrestleMania. Yeah, someone's got a shop around. <laughs> fuck me. Yeah. Well, I looked at one of our local Woolies today. I'm gonna go to the other one after bowling tomorrow night and see if I can get it. Get lucky. Alex is driving around at two a.m. going for all the servos. Give me a prime. <laughs> Anyone got that prime? Yeah. Uh, I oh, suppose well, that... you don't need to look at my face anymore. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> <laughs> Get, uh, talking about the week that was in the uh, the graphs and the haps. Yeah, well, uh, an unusual start to the raps for the graphs, but um, yeah, I figured uh, since you got them for me, we might as well make a segment out of it, eh? Yeah, finally, finally got mine arrived in the post. Uh, yeah, yeah. Post, uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, when did yours get here? Uh, yeah. Like. Thursday, whenever the day after we recorded last week. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah, took a while. Um, so wrestling news. 
bit to touch on. Won't go too in depth with a lot of things, but uh, two Hall of Fame announcements since uh, we last spoke. Of course, uh, Ray Mysterio announced, uh, we discussed that on last week's wrap. And then Ric Flair was going to announce someone on the bump. You I were, don't know why we didn't think of this, but yeah, it made sense. Were, you're on the right track. You said it had to be someone from WCW, and it is. The Great Muda. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm pissed I didn't think of it. Because, yeah, there was the, in what, 1990, 91, like it was sort of like an interchanging feud. Oh, it was 89. It was like Sting feuding with Muda, who was managed by Gary Hart, who also managed Terry Funk, who was feuding with Ric Flair. So, like, they sort of interchanged opponents a lot with, like, Sting having matches mainly with Muda, but also matches with Terry Funk and uh, Ric Flair having mainly matches with Terry Funk, but also having matches with Grave Muda. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it makes sense. It makes sense that Flair's the one that announces him. I I really hope that Tony Khan can just let Sting induct Muda. Yeah, they've already announced uh, Flair's going to induct him. Ah, oh, man. I didn't even yeah. know that, but <laughs> man, I, I, I wish I wish Sting was the guy to induct him because without Sting, Muda doesn't get over in America. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I wish Sting... It's the only time I wish Sting was still with the WWE was for this. But yeah, um, yeah, Flair's a good second option. Has just quickly in the time when TNA was the biggest rival to WWE, was there any a time when anyone came over from uh, TNA to induct someone or be inducted? Yes. Uh, when the four horsemen went into the Hall of Fame and Ric Flair got his second Hall of Fame ring, he was still a part of TNA at that point. And that's when they did that um, that trade where TNA got to have Christian Cage for one night to announce the <laughs> number one greatest TNA moment voted by the fans. <laughs> And it was that was the best they had for him. Fuck off. Not a surprise return to put our champion over or X Division champ or something. Nah, like here's Christian Cage to like introduce <laughs> like Samoa Joe getting yes, yeah, Samoa Joe getting headbutted or some shit. I don't know what the number one moment was off the top of my head, but it was probably that. Uh math. Yeah, I uh, mean, they they probably brought Christian Cage over to put over, like, fucking, like, oh, this thing that happened with Samoa Joe 10 years ago. Yeah, cool. Um, but, yeah, yeah, so that's the one time I can think of where that happened. Yeah, like, the other one is Billy Gunn being signed to AEW before AEW starts going in the Hall of Fame with DX. Yeah. But yeah. That, that's a completely different kettle of fish. Now, if that was today DX going in, I don't think he'd show up. No, 
No. Um, also going in the Hall of Fame, uh, Andy Kaufman announced for the Celebrity Wing to be inducted by Jerry the King Lawler. Andy Kaufman is now part of the Fugs pool. Um, that's a new one. Um, I got Jerry Lawler too. Um, yeah, no. Um, Andy Kaufman is a rightful inductee to the Celebrity Hall of Fame because without without Andy Kaufman, celebrities in wrestling just doesn't happen. Yeah, that is true. That has been a, a glaring oversight of Celebrity Wing. And something that I think in the back of my mind, I always thought he was in. Yeah, I I honestly thought he would never get in because, A, he's no longer with us and hasn't been with us for, like, almost 30 years. Yes. I think actually well over 30 years. Don't worry about it. Like, like 40 years, maybe. But, um... He has, he's not with us, and also, like, everything he did wasn't in the WWE. But this is, this is why this announcement is historic in my eyes. Two out of the three people that are announced to be inducted so far never had a match in the WWE. Never, never had an appearance. And you could argue one spent the prime time of his uh, prime of his career in another company. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty crazy that, yeah. Yeah, like, two out of the three never appeared in WWE, and yeah, the first one, like, yeah, maybe his best years weren't in the company, or, you know, maybe he wouldn't have got back into the company if he didn't kill it on the indie scene in, like, 2017, 2018. Also <laughs> true. Yeah, so... Hard to re- remember that uh, the same year we go to Super Showdown, like, a few months before is all out and Rey Mysterio's on that show. Main eventing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all in, all in, not all out. But yeah. Um, oh yes, yes, all, all in. Um, did you happen to catch this Forbes interview with Charlotte Flair saying why she and Rhea Ripley should main event WrestleMania? Oh god. <laughs> oh no. Because let me guess, because of the Rumble. Uh, I started reading this, and she said something to the lines that she's like Jay Z, and I'm just like. Okay, well, that's enough of that. This is obviously in character. What, Jay-Z? She's like Jay-Z in the sense that uh, what has she done lately? (laughs) Uh, I'll see if I can actually find it. Similar to Jay-Z's My First Single, Flair is essentially working with the same hunger and a cleaner slate even as she prepares for a second WrestleMania match against the rising Rhea Ripley. <laughs> what the fuck is that comparison? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, you know what else she has in common with Jay Z? Not the or most it? talent. Not the most talented person in her relationship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
it's, not, it, it's it's not time. I'm I'm grizzled. I'm bitter at night. So I'm gonna be shooting little sass bullets here and there today. Um, uh, let's see quickly in the news. Uh, Soraya confirmed that she was fined by AW for saying twat live on Dynamite. Yep, fair. Um, but still, I popped huge for it. <laughs> I, I never thought I would see the day that the word twat gets mentioned on wrestling. Um, yeah, I lost my shit for it. Loved it. Loved it. And the fact um, that she says it and just hands the mic over to Tony, like, yeah, she knows she fucked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, allegations have come out about Davey Richards, in, uh, which led to many companies over the past week announcing they're going to cut ties with him, and then Davey's saying that he's going to wind up his bookings and then retire. Uh, so long. So long, farewell. Yeah. Uh, not really much more to add on that. If you want to go and uh, suss it out for yourself, it's uh, a few, uh, I guess, speaking out allegations there. Sort yeah. of in that same vein. Uh, Melbourne's iconic Festival Hall gets a new lease of life from Live Nation as Hillsong Church is under investigations over allegations of tax evasion and money laundering. Uh, over the past week, a politician from Tasmania, Warren Trust, uh, brought it to the attention in Parliament of uh, Hillsong's, I guess you could say, irregular spending habits. Uh, Louis Vuitton luggage, Cartier watches, first class business trips from like Mexico to Guatemala to South Africa to Australia. So, uh, yeah, but uh, with this new release of life and music coming back to Festival Hall, could we see New Japan returning there soon? I would hope so. I would hope so. I would love to hear that, like, Renegades of Wrestling are holding a show in Festival Hall. Yeah. I would love, like, you don't have to run Festival Hall all the time. At the moment, no Melbourne promotion, I think, can sustain a fan base to run that venue monthly. I mean, they'd have to bring in, like, a few big names. I yeah. think... I think MCW could do it if they bring in like Buddy Matthews as their champ and book the right opponent, maybe bring in a couple of New Japan guys. Yeah. Um, you'd have to bring in some international talent to do it, but I think they could do it. Yeah, them or, or Renegades doing like a big event there could probably do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Festival Hall hasn't been run since the second tour in 2019 of New Japan proper, uh, which was the Will Ospreay versus Robbie Eagles match. Yeah. Uh, did you happen to catch the, oh, excuse me, the uh, final days of uh, New Japan Cup this year? No, no I didn't. <laughs> okay. So Robbie Eagles announced that he has left Chaos for TMDK and is the next challenger for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight match. But does uh, that champion. mean he's a heel now? I mean, to me, TMDK is very much like a heart foundation in, what, the mid-90s? Heel everywhere else, face in Australia? Yeah. I, uh, I guess... That's sort of what they're playing off. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there for for Robbie. Commentary talked up Robbie being sick of being the number three junior in chaos, and instead, if he goes to TMDK, he's the only junior, so he jumps the uh, sort of the contenders line to um, next contender. Yeah, makes uh, sense. And announced today via Twitter, Renegades of Wrestling joins Not Fest Australia to tour Melbourne, Sydney, and Brisbane this weekend. Interesting. Uh, so Not Fest, uh, heavy metal, heavy metal festival. Uh, sort of, I'm not sure what the actual connection of Slipknot is. But uh, uh, yeah, um, I was contemplating getting a ticket but i couldn't get a ticket so oh yeah i was gonna go um so i'm just looking at the lineup here you've got slipknot parkway drive mega death north lane um i'm just having a look what else you've got here story of the year yeah i really wanted to see mega death but <laughs> not slipknot oh i'm i'm all right with um uh, slipknot um Trivium, yeah, love them. Yeah, no, it's a good, it's a good lineup. It's a really good lineup. Yeah, um, there was maps here somewhere. I don't know if I could find. Oh, there's like the map and um, what's this one? This one's Melbourne, I think. So they're Flemington Race Course in Melbourne. Yeah, and uh, near the back of like the uh crowd area for the main stages. They're going to have a tent. I, a tent or an arena, I'm not sure how it works at um, Flemington for the wrestling to be in. Yeah, nice. So I assume none of these are going to be taped. They're just sort of a, a live tour. I've seen Lucille Brawl uh, out of Queensland. She's tweeted, so she'll probably be at the um, Brisbane Showgrounds event on the 26th. Yep. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens and uh, who shows up to these uh, events and um, if Renegades tweets out about it more on the weekend, we might uh, chat about it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, things we missed last week. We're not going to go through absolutely everything because Alex has seen my notes for this past week and he's like, Jesus Christ, Christopher. Yeah, no, it's a bit. It's a bit. Um, <laughs> actually, I sent yeah. you something on Facebook that On The Turnbuckle tweeted tonight. Um, Hang on. Did, did you see this video? Because it is fucking terrifying. No. It is a video from a, I, I assume, recent Battle Championship Wrestling event. Okay, hang on, I'll, um... That's what it's that. called, Battle Championship Wrestling, isn't it? Yeah, WCW? it's sort of the, the company that rose out of the ashes of the um, Outback Championship Wrestling at um, the yeah. White Horse in uh, eastern Melbourne near Box Hill. Yeah. Uh, it's currently loading up because Telstra is doing work in my area. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> is this the one that appeared on Botchamania a few weeks ago? I guess so. I haven't watched Botchamania yeah, in a while. this is the one that appeared on Botchamania a few weeks ago. Yeah, my God, this... I, I hadn't seen it, so it fucking... <laughs> so, uh, the first wrestler does a suicide dive, bumps a guardrail... Over goes one light stand, the ref holds that one up, and on the opposite side, the other light stand goes to come down and rests against the, uh, the ring ropes. 
but like Essentially. it hits a cameraman in the back of the head. Okay, I'm just re-watching it now. There's the cameraman by the... Uh... Oh, yep, that's what it actually breaks on. It breaks on the cameraman's head, not the ring ropes. Yep. The guy keeps on filming like a trooper, but... um. Like, as someone that has, like, done, like, a little bit with, like, entertainment and production and stuff when I used to DJ and I've done music gigs and stuff like that, I know how heavy those lighting rigs are. They are fucking heavy. I'm talking hundreds of kilos. That thing came down on his head. I have no idea how he is alive, let alone he stayed standing. If he stood, like, maybe a few a few steps back or a few steps forward, that thing probably would have killed him. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's horrific, and it just speaks to when indie promoters decide to instead of uh getting a lighting company that you know does a good job they get one that does a cheap job yep it's not good no it's a bad look on australian wrestling i was disgusted when i saw this um i've never seen it happen ever before (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, no, this thing... Not, not from a, a bigger company, at least. Semi-bigger no. company in Australian wrestling. No, exactly. Um, yeah, so that irritated me. Um, in other Australian wrestling news I saw today, well, World Series Wrestling announced their next participant for their new tour. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure... It's this person's first indie booking since getting released by the WWE. Okay, I'm intrigued now. CJ Perry, the former Lana. What? They're booking Lana? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's her first booking in wrestling since WWE. And she said Um... in the... In the video I saw, she said she's going to be challenging for the World Series Wrestling Women's title. Okay. I I know she signed up for Control Your Narrative and that weird England promotion that went completely belly up, but I don't think she's had a match. I'm just going to fact check. I haven't heard of her having any matches, and usually someone like her, like, you see... You see good or bad buzz about it if she has yeah. a match on the Indies. No, nothing since uh, 31st of the 5th, 2021, when Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose defeated Lana and Naomi. Wow. Look who's still left in the company from that match. Yeah, shit. <laughs> is she? <laughs> Dana Brooke. Yeah, I mean, is she? <laughs> Who's in the better spot, though? I, I think Mandy Rose is. Mandy Rose is in the best spot out of all four of them. Yeah. A hundred, a hundred grand a month, take a few pics of yourself, laughing. Good for her. <laughs> um, it's a bit more than a hundred grand, but... uh, Yeah. <laughs> so I've heard. Um, <laughs> anyhow, <laughs> what we missed uh, last week was um 
a couple of things uh, more so related to Ring of Honor. Yeah. Uh, so Mark Briscoe on the 9th of the 3rd Honor Club uh, Ring of Honor TV edition challenges Samoa Joe for the Ring of Honor TV Championship. That would be made official for Supercard of Honor on the 16th of the 3rd. Yep. Also, on the 9th of the 3rd, Willie Yuta defeated Timothy Thatcher to retain his Pure Championship, and Athena defeated Willow to retain her Women's Championship. On uh, Rampage, the 10th of the 3rd, saw Mark Briscoe announced the Reach for the Sky ladder match for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship at Supercard of Honor, and the Lucha Bros are the first and currently only team announced for this match. Yeah, no, that'll be a good one for sure, for sure. I love the name of it too. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to that. I think uh, it'll be a really good match. However, we're two weeks out. You need to get a wriggle on some of these shows, naming uh, participants for matches and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. They need to pull the finger out a little bit. Um. So these WWE guys Hollywood vignettes, have you been enjoying them? Honestly, they feel they feel like knockoff versions of what they've previously done. These are so short as well. Yeah. But uh, but they just don't have the time to do it. <laughs> well, it's three hours. You've got plenty of time. Yeah, I know. They've like the concepts have been okay. Um, just the execution hasn't been great, and yeah, it just it feels like a cheap ripoff of something that used to be great. So we had Seth and Becky in the Joker, we had yeah. Bianca and Montez in Tyanic, yeah, uh, we had Miz and Maurice in Top Gun, and then what was Rhea Ripley in? Uh, she was uh, Stranger Things. Okay, I've not seen that show. Oh, you haven't seen Stranger Things? Uh, humans, get on to Chris and tear him to shreds for that. Yeah, just like everyone tears me to shreds for whatever other movie I said I didn't watch on Twitch and then everyone started get on me about. <laughs> I'm just, no, we won't go there. But um, yeah, I don't know. A fun little thing. Uh, should we just briefly touch on some things? Uh, just quickly back to the movie ad things. Like, yeah. Also, like the most recent one was um, the 40-year-old virgin, except it was uh, Ridge Holland, Butch, Seamus, and Drew McIntyre. And they redid the waxing scene from 40-year-old virgin. Who suggested they wax? Uh, Ridge Holland's. Um, which I thought was really weird because he's the I'm pretty sure like he's the one with the least amount of chest hair in the group I was going to say aren't you going to wax Drew Drew's the hairy one I mean that's what I mean yeah but but, you know that was probably their best one because it had more comedy the other ones were just like oh let's just redo these lines and insert a wrestling word yeah. Yeah, like like and some of the choices like why Tez and Bianca to do Titanic? 
like, and it really didn't fit either of them. And, <laughs> and you know, Rhea Ripley doing, like, the Stranger Things bit, but, like, I don't know, like, do something... Have have like more of a comedy thing to it instead of like oh we're just gonna seriously redo this scene. Yeah, yeah, like that. They had like a little comedy bit to it where it was John Cena's voice and like oh you can't see me because you can just hear my voice, but like who cares? Like I think like what they should do. They should do one with Austin Theory playing Peacemaker. <laughs> John Cena's character. And then yes. you got two in one there because, you know, that'd be kind of funny. Austin Theory, like, being a shit version of Peacemaker, that's a good joke. And you're building a feud. And admittedly, it's a feud where one of the people can't be there all the time. So... <laughs> Yeah, it's a win-win. Fucking do it. Yeah. I, I like that idea. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I'm pretty sure, like, Peace, Peacemaker or whatever, he's on the same... I think he's on, like, NBC or USA or in that same branch that the WWE's on. NBC so, Universal? Yeah, under that umbrella. So they would be allowed to actually have the rights to do it, uh, unlike what they did with the Joker, where where Seth like dressed up as the Joker, except it, the face paints a bit orange instead of red around the mouth or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm just trying to see what uh, it is on HBO Max. Right, and I'm pretty sure HBO, HBO, some HBO shows are on the same, like, I think they're on, um, what's the, the cock, Peacock. No, it says it, oh, probably, but it's a division of Warner Brothers Discovery now since the merger, I guess. Oh, so Tony Khan has the rights to Peacemaker. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) Yeah, shit, I I had the wrong Khan. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. man! Um, quickly touch on Dynamite from Winnipeg. Yeah, you sure you don't want to just fantasy book like what wrestler and what movie? Okay. <laughs> um, how about Ric Flair as the wrestler? Because that's basically what um Conrad Thompson was doing last year. <laughs> yes, yes, that's a good one. Um, uh, you do like. Brock Lesnar is Ivan Drago in Rocky IV. <laughs> also true. Um, um, I mean, it'd be great if you still had Rusev and Lana to do Drago and Drago's wife, because that's basically what that character was at first, the Rusev character. You can have um, Cody be Rocky. Oh, that'd be perfect, wouldn't it? <laughs> um... Instead of Eye the Tiger, it's just adrenaline in my soul. Champion, champion, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> uh, um, you could have uh, Rick Boogs and Elias do a rip-off of the Tenacious D movie. 
The Pick of Destiny, one of my favorite movies of all time, but that's way too obscure. Oh, <laughs> I forgot that was a movie. It's a good one. Shut up. It's good. No, no, I'm not down at <laughs> that. I'm just trying to think of somebody else now for a different movie. Hmm. I mean, if they still had Sting, you just do The Crow, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, that's the easy choice. So, I mean, um, I guess Tony Khan can do that uh, next time I mean, they're in LA. <laughs> I mean, if Scott Hall was still around, you do Scarface with Scott Hall. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, Razor Ramon as Scarface, that'd be great. Um, yeah. So you, could, you could do so much. Um, I'd love to see Triple H's Thor. With the hammers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now it's like yeah. getting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to think... I was trying to think of a team, and I can't picture anyone together. I was going to say someone and someone as Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Oh, man. Um... Like, I mean, Riddle's the stoner sort of character, but I can't picture anyone to put with him. Yeah, but you know that if Vince saw that idea, that concept, he'd just go, Jinder Mahal, Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> I'm allowed to say that. I'm Asian. Probably. Just a, just a reminder. But that's what Vince would see. He wouldn't see the, the personality. He'd see, oh, oh, Indian. Oh, Asian. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, that's good shit right there. Um... Yeah. Ah, okay. So, Dynamite from Winnipeg. MJF comes out for his read bar mitzvah and his uh, name card reads Jewish AF. Mm. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> it got me. Uh, he's interrupted by uh, Jack Perry, Sam Guevara, Darby Allen. They all want a title match. Next pay per view, Four Pillars title match. Oh, do you, do you think this drags out till the next pay per view? When's the next pay per view? May. Um, yeah. What's the next one? Double or nothing? Yeah, when's that? May. I think so. I'm having a look now for you. Dun, 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 dun. May twenty eighth. So late May. Mm. Nothing's been announced for it yet. Uh, but they do have a battle of the belts in between. <laughs> it's not going to happen there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, St. Patrick's Day Slam's already been. Um, especially episodes of Dynamite. So we'll have a look at last year and just see if there's something that pops out around the same time frame. Um Right, no. So there's nothing that really pops out. Like, Beach Break should have been really January. Blood and Guts? That's mm. June, so that'd be after the pay-per-view window. Yep. Yeah. You could play it off. You could just do a bunch of either tag matches or or um different Interaction, interactions as single matches like MJF against someone, some Jungle Boy against Darby, that sort of stuff, yeah. to play it out to the pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, 
they show footage of Jericho getting a street named after him. He's being honoured by the uh, the mayor or the prime minister uh, or whatever, some government official. Yeah. Uh, Jade gets a quick win and then out comes Ty Valkyrie. She's all elite, just like her husband, Johnny Elite. Oh, uh, man. Um, yeah, so... We called this one. Yeah, you were right on the money about this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, Unfortunately, it wasn't Gal Kim. No, no, that would have uh, that still would have been good though. Mm. Um, it'll be interesting to see Impact this week because this week's Impact is live. I thought they still had one more pre-tape before the pay-per-view on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> so they've got a live Impact on the Thursday, a pay-per-view on the Friday, and then. TV tapings on the Saturday and the Sunday. Yep. I don't know how they're going to play Ty Valkyrie leaving Impact, but uh, I can touch on that later, maybe. Uh, OC retains the international title. QTV is basically just TMZ. Shows Aaron stole the title out of War by his truck. Some uh, Australian lady talking. Yeah, I don't know who the blonde lady is. No, me neither. But you know that probably would have been a good part to put a name graphic in. But... Random lady. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, her name. As the commentaries pretty much identified her so far. Uh, main event was the trios match of House of Black defending their trios titles against JAS, Jericho, Guevara, and Garcia, and the Elite, which is Kenny and the Bucks. Uh, Kenny and Jericho have a pose down a couple of times throughout the match. Winnipeg's losing its mind. And uh, the House of Black here get the win, pinning Garcia to retain. And in the post-match, uh, Dark Order sort of brawling with Blackpool Combat Club, which leads to Hangman in the ring with the Elite as we go off the air. So, yeah, yeah it was a fun little dynamite. Yeah, no, I loved the thing at the end. Man, I've seen some weird takes online about it. Yeah. Um, uh, did I've you seen some that? horrible takes online about how um, the Hangman, the Elite stuff is a rip-off of Sami Zayn and the Bloodline? Uh, are these the same people who were saying that Grayson and um, Johnny is long-term booking? Yeah, and it's the same people that are like, oh, how... Is booking Kenny Omega versus Heo Del Vikingo a dream match when he hasn't even wrestled on American TV before? These are probably the same people who are like, why is Great Moody going in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> oh man, I saw some horrible takes about Andy Kaufman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, did you forget that Stu Grayson had left AEW? And then was no, recent. No, I, I remembered, but I figured I might be one of the few that did. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you watching any of a Ring of Honor on Honor Club? Uh, I saw the first two episodes, I think. Yeah, I think this week was episode three. Yeah, no, I haven't seen episode three. Um, yeah. Uh, it's not my sort of wrestling. 
you're not missing too much. Um, it feels it feels like like a level below rampage, but a level above elevation. That's exactly the best way to describe it. And it being in the impact zone, the same place they take dark doesn't help it. No, exactly. Um, of note on here was a proving ground match where Claudio defeated Willie Mac. Um, so Willie Mac won't get a future championship shot. We see Dante Martin with Darius defeat Mike Bennett, who had Matt Taven and Maria Canales Bennett ringside. So they're going to um, start feuding the um, top flight and the kingdom. Hey, give something for the um, kingdom to do. And give something for top flight to do of some significance with the story, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, they showed a Joe versus Mark career highlight package, and commentary mentions that Mark's never defeated Joe, but Jay um, defeated Joe once in one-on-one competition. Yep. Uh, a proving ground match in the women's division where Fina defeated Hina. Uh, they mentioned that Afina is on an 11-match win streak in Ring, Ring of Honor. Yep. Wallace Young got TV time, making quick work of Marcus Cross. Afterwards, Shane Taylor comes out to confront Silas, so they'll probably have a match at um, Supercard. Yep. Uh, we saw six-man embassy defeat Dalton and the boys in quick fashion. Uh, I'm just having a quick look through here. What else of note there was? Uh, Aussie Open confront Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel in their post-match, saying they want to beat um, a quality team to cement themselves as contenders to the Ring of Honor titles. Yeah. And Yuta won the pure title um, championship match defeating the Wild Rhino, Clark Connors. I like his nickname because, to be honest, the guy does have a bit of a big nose. <laughs> <laughs> have you not seen Clark Connors? I have. I have. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Snuff guy, yes, yeah, you know, the wild rhino sort of matches his name, yes, it does. But uh, yeah, overall, Ring of Honor's moving along fine, it's just sort of you know, there. Uh, yeah. last little thing in the post match, Yuta calls out Shibata for a pure rules match, that'll be great. So, uh, possibly Supercard of Honor, depending what happens this week. <laughs> have you been watching any of Impact? No, I have not. What's been going on in, uh, <laughs> in the former Dixie land? Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, shall I open with uh, a recap of PCO and Eddie Edwards in the desert, where PCO is still alive after Eddie took off in a car? We see Gresham and Bailey defeat Decay. My, how far you have fallen, Jonathan Gresham, from last year headlining Supercard of Honor as world champ. <laughs> uh, they announced Bound for Glory this year will be in October in Chicago. I mean, cool. Chicago just seems to get all the wrestling. Yeah. Um, Steve Macklin defeated Heath which is um, Macklin building momentum 
towards rebellion and his world title shot. Uh, the Death Dolls. Taya tells Jessica uh, backstage. Uh, they're trying to play off that Jessica doesn't remember that she's Havoc, so they're trying to yeah. keep that secret from her. Right. Um, I'm just trying to see what else there was here. Dina's now in charge of Violent by Design, calling it the design, and S- Sammy Callahan's trying to join, so Dina tells him he has to complete stage six, and I'm just like, honestly, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. This is sort of NXT Gacy vibes. Yeah. Um, what the fuck happened to Eric Young? Like, there was he all got those stabbed, rumors. remember, in the prison cell. Yeah, I know, but like there was all those rumours that he was going back to the WWE, but nothing he's, happened there. He's probably not coming in until after Mania now. Yeah, well, that's a rumour with Broski as well, with Cardona. He's got that much gold at the moment, it'll probably take him about two months to lose it all. Yeah, true. Uh, Eddie's in the ring, cuts a promo, PCO sh- shows up, uh, but is hit from behind by Kenny King. I thought Honor No More was dead, but Kenny King and Eddie Edwards are working together now. Uh, Santino's backstage with Alex Kozlov? No, not Alex. What? Vladimir Kozlov. Oh, that's right. Yes, um, I saw. I saw this. I'm going to say this. I, I'm popped huge for it because I, I fucking loved Santino when Kozlov was a team back in the day. Um, yeah, man. Fucking fantastic. And He's talking to Dango. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh my god. It's like early 2010s mid-card Unite. <laughs> well, funny you should mention that because Bron Myers didn't turn up, but his name was mentioned. As Joe Henry says, he wants to invoke Brian Myers' rematch on his behalf. Yeah, I love that. I also love the bit where um, uh, they're talking about Vladimir Kozlov and Santino's like, no, you cannot speak his name. And then they go, and then uh, Joe Henry's music starts playing. Say his name and he appears. I believe Joe Hendry. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and Very he just pops up from behind the thing. Yeah, it's fantastic. It was a uh, really good segment, that. Co-main event saw the coven, Kylan King, formerly of AEW, and Taylor Wilde defeat the Death Dolls, Rosemary and Ty Valkyrie, who had Jessica ringside, the uh, champions, to become new Knockouts tag team champions. Uh, Kylan actually pinned Ty Valkyrie. Nice. So uh, this is where I was saying, oh, wait, this week's Impact's Live? How the hell are they going to play this out? Yeah, interesting. Unless they've got something pre-taped backstage that they're just going to splice in. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Also, the Coven are into tarot cards and the Death Dolls were into the occult, so I guess... uh, to be knockouts tag champs, you must love spooky stuff. Oh, the spooky division. Yeah. Uh, other than that, yeah, good. Impact's just chugging along. They've got a sacrifice announced for this Friday, American yep. Time, uh, which will see Joe Hendry versus Brian Myers for the digital title, Trey Miguel versus Lindsay Dorado for the X Division title, 
Bullet Club, Ace Austin, Chris Bay uh, versus TMDK, Shane Haste and Bad Dude Tito for the Impact Tag Team titles. And Mickey James will verse Jordan Grace for the Impact Knockouts title. Nice. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, SmackDown, did you have to catch? I did, I did. Uh, Cody kicks things off. Commentary mentions how Roman's now on day 929 as champ. Cody calls out Kevin and Sammy, and they sort of, Kevin can't trust Sammy, and he goes to leave, and Sammy's sad. It's building, building nicely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Judgment Day, Dominic and Rhea defeat Miguel Del Fantasma, Santos Escobar, and Zelina Vega. <laughs> I had my mum text me this match and go, hey, that Aussie woman's pretty good. <laughs> Very good. Very uh, good. Ray confronts Dominic post-match, says he'll never fight Dominic. Uh, what else did we see? Oh, yeah, we got the announcement of a WrestleMania showcase match. Okay, sure. Yeah. Backlash is in Puerto Rico. Long Charlotte promo. Da, 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 da. Great mood, a highlight package for the Hall of Fame in case you didn't watch the bump. LA Knight says he'll fight Dominic and calls Ray a deadbeat dad, which leads to a match this week. Yep. Uh, 2K23 is out before AW Fight Forever in brackets <laughs> 2020. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Uh, I see. Title number one contender match. Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus ends in no contest due to Imperium. So Adam Pearce makes it official. It's going to be a triple threat. And in the main event, uh, Sami Zayn and Jey Uso are face-to-face and the Usos attack Sami and Kevin Owens comes in to make the save for Sami. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, Did you happen to catch Rampage? I did. I did. Jeez. Okay. Um, powerhouse. I've been, make, I've been making a habit of watching SmackDown than Rampage these last few weeks. Yeah, Rampage was delayed because of the basketball coverage or something, I think. Yes. Yes, that's right. Uh, so we saw uh, Hobbs defeat Ray Phoenix to retain the TNT title. Um, Adam Cole's Return date is confirmed for March 29th, which will also be the same night that AW All Access will debut. Yeah. Do we get that in Australia? I don't know. There hasn't been much word about it. Yeah. Uh, Ty Valkyrie defeats Ava Loveless. It's the third time I've seen her in the past three days. Um. Yeah, so I saw Tyre on Dynamite, then on Impact, then on Rampage. Crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, very much like a uh, Rick Rude <laughs> appearing yeah. on uh, appearing on what is it Raw and then live on Nitro. Oh, he was on Raw and Nitro the same night, as well as being on ECW TV that same week. Smart man. Triple the pay Yeah, yeah uh, and he match... didn't have to wrestle in either one of those show- any of those shows. <laughs> Matt Hardy is training Stokely. I'm sure this will be a fine comedy match for Hook against um, Stokely on Dynamite. 
Yeah, but should Hook be doing comedy matches yet? No. No, exactly. Um, this is notable because this is sort of leaning into what you were speculating. Video of Don Callis welcoming Konosuke Takeshia at the airport, trying to win him over as a client, perhaps. Yes. And we all know who our Don manages, Kenny Omega. And uh, yep. contestors come from DDT, and who's one of DDT's biggest Japanese stars? Well, that'd be Kota Ibushi. And yeah, it does seem like uh, perhaps that's where we're going to go. And I am fine with it. Yeah, uh, they announced that Omega versus El Hero Del Vikingo is for Dynamite. Uh, there's a video package of the guns confronting Top Flight at a hotel, and the guns tell them to take their bags, and then the guns walk off and leave their bags with Top Flight, so Top Flight take their bags. Yep. And then Garcia defeats Brody King in the main event after a TKO with the assist from Jericho's bat. Yeah, it was a better than most weeks rampage. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, I enjoyed it, to be honest. Yeah. JR wasn't on commentary. He had like some sort of follow up appointment for his um skin cancer that he had late last year, early this yeah. year, sometime recently. Uh, so that's why Big Show Paul White was on um commentary. I enjoyed uh Paul Paul on commentary. Hmm. Did you happen to see any footage or video coming out of uh, the first House Rules? Um, I saw a clip of Britt Baker versus Anna Jay that looked horrible. Oh, boy. Uh, so the yeah. three announced matches the day before saw Darby Allen and Orange Cassidy versus The Butcher and the Blade, Britt Baker versus Anna JAS, and Blackpool Combat Club members Claudio and Moxley versus the firm members Big Bill and Lee Moriarty. I haven't seen too much about it, but um, the crowd seemed to be an all right size for a house show. Yeah, it looked like it, it looked like it was pretty close to sold out. Yeah, I I think this it'd be good for your international markets more so than your your North Americas. So when you go overseas to do a house rules, you stop off maybe in London for a dynamite and then Scotland, Wales, I don't know, Germany yeah. on the way back. As a yeah, house sure. rules. Um yeah. speaking of which, we haven't heard anything else about the AW London dates, have we? No, we haven't. That's a good point. Yeah. So hurry up and announce those so then you can get working on AW Australia dates. God damn it. Yes, please. Uh, do you still have Wrestle Universe? Uh, I do. I haven't touched it since the Muda show, though. The Muda Sting and Derby show? The Muda uh, Naito show. Ah, yes. yes. Okay, uh, so this past week saw the uh, premium live event. So I'm just referring, because of what New Japan's doing now, God damn it, New Japan, you pain in the ass. Premium live event, event that is like a pay-per-view but streams through that network. Pay-per-view. You have to pay an additional fee in order to watch that. Yes. Okay. So this is 
Pro Wrestling Noah Great Voyage in Yokohama 2023. The event ran for four hours and 20 minutes and had English commentary. Uh, but before the start of the main show, the Japanese commentary team was on talking about Muda's WWE Hall of Fame induction. Uh, this was all in Japanese, so I didn't understand any of it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, of note on here, saw the Junior Army uh, take on Congo. And in the post-match, Yohei from the Junior Army runs off Congo and shakes hands with his former teammate Tatsuke. Tatsuke. Uh, okay. But also attacks the junior army and the two former teammates leave late, uh, leave together. Later on the night, they would join GLG before the main event. Nice. Uh, we also saw someone from NXT. So we saw Hiduke Suzuki and Saxton Huxley defeat Muhammad Yone and Yakisha Imura. Yeah, I'm going to mispronounce a few of these names. I do apologise. Uh, so, yeah, Huxley from NXT UK getting a, a match here. Interesting. Uh, of the... Uh, where are we? <coughs> so we saw uh, later on the night a tag match of Extreme Tizer and Lancelot defeat Askira and Ninja Mac, where Lancelot... Yeah. Pins the junior heavyweight champion uh, in the other tag match before the main events. Good looking guys. Uh, Jack Morris and Anthony Green defeat Marafuji and El Hero del Dr. Wagner Jr., where Morris pins the national champ, uh, Dr. Wagner Jr. Uh, for the GHC tag champions, uh, Kitamura. And in Abara, uh, the yep. chance to defeat Congo members Keno and Sawyer. Yep. For the GHC Junior Heavyweight Champion, uh, Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship, sorry, the co-main evented. Ogawa and Ita, the champions defeated Stinger, that's Hataway, and Chris Ridge, Ridgeway. And in your main event, that's uh, Kito Kitamura, the champion uh, for the GHC Heavyweight Championship uh, was defeated by challenger Jake Lee, so a new GHC Heavyweight Champion. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, in the post-match, uh, Nakajima confronts the new champ. So I thought this was a really good show. Uh, Noah seems to be on the rise. Yeah. <laughs> And so we said that like a year and a bit ago too, and then they put the belt on Muto, and then they put it on someone else really old, and then they lost all their buzz. Yeah, yeah, they did, but uh, they seem to have course corrected now, and there's a lot of um, positive buzz about them. Uh, WWE Raw, did you happen to catch? I did, I did. <laughs> so we saw. KO and Sammy kick off the show. They lay down the challenge to the Usos, which is made official. Austin Fury defeats Mozartez Ford. Roman turns up, seems unimpressed with what the Usos did before he arrives. And then Chelsea, Karen Green, asks for the manager and I turn Raw off. <laughs> yeah, I had a day where I had a Karen at work and I'm just like, no, 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 not today. <laughs> oh, that's uh, fair enough. 
What else happened on roll? Oh, Jesus. I barely remember, and I just <laughs> watched it yesterday. Uh, um, See, this is the problem with it being three hours. Yes, yes. Oh, I have a look, um, my man. I'm just pulling it up now. Yeah, I, I can't. Uh, for some reason, because I'm recording on my phone, it won't screen share with me. Okay. Uh, give me one second. Bump it, bump it, bump, bump it, bump, bump. What was the um, 20th? St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, that's one I want. Uh, singles matchup. Omos defeated Mustafa Ali in a minute. Yeah, I, they're doing some weird thing where Mustafa Ali's gimmick is that he just wants peace. Oh, so he's the new CJ Parker. Yeah, he's like some weird hippie, I guess. I don't know. Okay. What the fuck is this? Dominic Mysterio defeats Johnny Gargano. Yeah, clean as a whistle. Oh, <laughs> so Judgment Day didn't help? No, that was clean as a whistle, man. Uh, that <laughs> caught me off guard. That has me worried for Grayson, then, if that's happening on Raw. Uh, yeah, it has me hopeful for Grayson. <laughs> Uh, Rhea defeated Bailey, who had damage control ringside. Yeah. <laughs> Ricochet with Strowman defeated Chad Gable with Otis. Otis. Mm. Pretty lady. <laughs> uh, main event was Oscar and Bianca Belair defeating Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. Yep, um, because Carmella's injured. Oh. So Carmella was meant to be Chelsea Green's partner, but and poor Carmella just came back from injury too. Well, came back from a sabbatical. Um, for those that don't know, they, her and Corey had a failed pregnancy, basically. So, oh, that's nice. That's where she that's where she was. Um, so yeah, I I hope that. She, She's not too badly injured because she's had a pretty rough go of it lately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I did not enjoy this Chelsea Karen Green gimmick. <laughs> like, I could understand if Sonia DeBille was still an authority figure and you wanted to turn Sonia face and have her get the comeuppance on Chelsea. Yeah, there's just no end game here. It feels very much like when Steph was in charge of the women's division and she'd berate everyone a lot of the time and never get her comeuppance, except yeah. for like that one match against Vicky and that one match against one of the Bellas. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I don't see the end goal to this and I don't see how Adam Pierce gets his comeuppance on this. Um, final thing of the week. Did you happen to catch uh, New oh, Japan? Sorry. I probably yeah, should yeah. Touch, I should touch on the Cody Rhodes Roman Reigns face to face promo to end Raw. Yeah, uh, Roman Reigns like fucking tall Cody to shreds and said that you know they gave you the Stardust gimmick and what you do, you got you you started crying and you ran away. And you ran away and you started your own promotion that you couldn't even get over in. 
<laughs> it was really fun. Yeah, it was good. And this is what I've wanted from like the Cody Roman Reigns feud. Like, yeah, this is what I wanted is just like Roman Reigns saying little work shooty things like that. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. And then um, Cody like looks at Solo and says like, I've been in your shoes. I was the second generation up and comer. And I was in a stable with the world champ. And I thought I was ready, but you got to remember you're not ready. And Solo just got real pissed and started wanting to attack Cody, but Roman pulled him off and Cody said stuff like, uh, so this is what happens after WrestleMania. Jay's going to leave you. Then eventually Jimmy's going to leave you. Then Solo's going to start doing his own thing. And then you're going to turn to your wise man. And he's, he's going to be an advocate again. And it was just, it was a really good face-to-face promo with Roman and Cody. I highly recommend checking it out. Fair enough. Uh, so the latest confirmed matches to the WrestleMania cards see uh, the Women's WrestleMania Showcase Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Match that sees Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus a team to be determined versus a team to be determined versus a team to be determined. Okay, so I have that many teams. No, it's probably going to be Natalia and whoever her friend is that day and Tamina and whoever her friend is that day and maybe someone from NXT. Yeah. Versus, oh, then we see the men's WrestleMania showcase fade a four-way match that sees Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Viking Raiders versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. So they announced all the men participants at once, and we're just like, and we'll announce one of the ladies' teams, and we'll get to the rest later. Yeah, we we still need to figure out what teams we can come up with first. That's what it screams. Mm. Uh, and then the last match, uh, well, I should say latest match confirmed, is the Uzos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens in a tag team match for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships, that being the Raw and SmackDown Tag Team Championships. So still rumoured matches are Bray White versus Bobby Lashley, which is looking less and less likely with every passing day. Yeah. And Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio, which they're sort of running out of time to pull the trigger on. But it's happening. It's happening. It's just, yeah, the story's just... Yeah, I, I reckon on SmackDown... Well, they announced on Raw that on SmackDown, Rey Mysterio's entire family is going to be in attendance for some reason. <laughs> so... If that doesn't scream, Dominic's going to threaten to beat the shit out of his mum. If he doesn't get this match, I don't know what what else will happen. But, yeah, that's what I reckon is going to happen. He's going to... Or Rhea Ripley's going to attack Dominic's mum and... Yeah, something like that. They're in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah. Okay, I guess that's pretty... That's fairly close to San Diego. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. Um, 
Last little thing here. Did you happen to catch New Japan Cup? No? No. No. Okay. I like, because um, I'm listening with the English commentary, so it's Kevin and Chris uh, for this, uh, for the final day at least. I like how Kevin calls Chris the professor. Yeah, good. I'm like, well, with Mike Tanay retired, he's probably the next best guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. and he really is, though. Mm. He's bi- bilingual as well. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, uh, In so. The words of Triple H, I'm a bile. I'm by a lot of things, but lingual isn't one of them. <laughs> I just remember some random promo Triple H said that in. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Uh, so, <laughs> so <laughs> night nine of the tournament from the 17th, these are just, like, without listing off all the needless undercard matches where nothing happens, I'm just going to list off the uh, quarterfinals here and then the <laughs> semifinals. <laughs> So quarterfinals from night nine saw Mark Davis, who was uh, replacing the injured Will Ospreay due to a uh, shoulder injury, withdrew from the tournament. So Davis replaced him, who Will had been the previous round. So Mark Davis defeats Evil, and Sonata defeats Tatsuya Naito. Yes, I'm having a bit of a night here, it seems. In the (laughs) post-match, Sonata joins just four guys, leaving LIJ, whom he was with since April 10th, 2016. Now, just five guys. What? Yeah, Sonata left LIJ. Okay. Yeah, to join just four guys. Interesting. I'm going to have to source out this. I I just want to see how this angle went down. Uh, Night 10 saw... Quarterfinal matches where David Finley of Bullet Club defeats Shooter, Shota Umino, and Tamatonga defeats Hiroki Goto. Uh, in the night 11 from the 19th, the uh, two semi final matches sees David Finley defeat Tamatonga and Sonata defeat Mark Davis. Davis got a hell of a run there. <laughs> It's only, crazy. It's only supposed to make it to the round before the quarters and then gets put in as like an injury sub and just like, yep, I'll keep going. Makes it all the way to the semifinals. He's not even the guy from Aussie Open I would book that strong. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, AEW did book Davis the stronger of the two. Yeah. So they must see something that we don't, even though Davis is incredibly talented on his own. Yeah, they're both great, don't get me wrong. I just Carl Fletcher's just young and got a lot of upside. Yeah. Uh so notable matches from uh the final day of the New Japan Cup, that being the twenty first of the third, saw Hiromu Takahashi the champion defeat Leo Rush to retain the IWGP junior heavyweight title. Rush was wearing like half face paint. Uh this was a pretty good junior heavyweight match. And, like, showed Rush, like, how much um, energy and um, explosiveness he can have in a match where his face isn't busted open on a ramp. Yeah. Like Wrestle Kingdom. (laughs) Um, 
Also, it's been 11 years since a Yank held the junior heavyweight title. Do you remember the last Yank to hold this title? Because commentary did mention. <laughs> Hang on, which title? The junior heavyweight title. The singles junior heavyweight title. Was it Kenny? He's Canadian, so before that. Oh, no, no. He's not even American. Fuck. I, I don't know. Off the top of my head, I can't think of it. Okay. Former TNA. Former Tough Enough. Former Caval. Fuck me. No, I never would have thought that. Yes, Loki. That's when he had that weird phase where he was just wrestling in a suit, looking like Hitman. Yes. Bret Hart, the video game. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so very odd there that uh, Loki was your last American to hold this title when you think of this title. (laughs) Um, Of course, the uh, main event here was the uh, New Japan Cup match that sees Sonata defeat David Finley to win the New Japan Cup. Yeah. Uh, Sonata pulled out a shining wizard to get the win over Finley. Now, have you seen um, Sonata since he joined Just Five Guys and he shaved? No. Okay. Can you see my... Which... um... Which round did he join just five guys? The semifinals? Quarterfinals. The quarterfinals. Okay. Sonata. Hang on. I want to see if I can find an image of him. There it is. Can you see the image with my screen share? Oh, what? He really does look like just a guy. <laughs> How does he look more generic now? Without his uh, long hair and his uh, blonde mutton chops. But, like, he even looks pale. <laughs> um, he, he looks different. I, I don't know. He looks less... Like I used to think, like yeah, that that's a star in the making. Sonata, I'm I'm a big fan of him, but somehow he doesn't look like a star anymore when they're pushing pushing him to be one. Yeah, here's him just a few days prior with his stubble and his blonde tips in his hair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the beard shit. I, I think his beard was trash, but the hair was good. It's good hair. Oh my god, Taichi looks so. <laughs> Is that Taichi Dudley? With <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, he's got the glasses, and Tucker's looking like Sai there in this um championship presentation photo. <laughs> With the waistcoat. Oh my god. And the black sunglasses and the pose. Oh my god, this is the weirdest stable. This has like serious like house of torture potential. <laughs> imagine <laughs> in the worst way possible. Imagine if they joined up with um oh what is it? Oh uh, 
Jake Lee's group in Noah. So you have Sonata's group joined with Jake Lee. So you have just five guys and good-looking guys. So then you join them together, just good-looking guys. <laughs> oh, man. Um, no? <laughs> no, I like that. Anthony Green's in the good-looking guys, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big fan of Anthony Green, by the way. Should have been something when they had him in NXT. But um, I think this is pretty much the death of LIJ right now. I was going to say, like, so who they got left? They got, they've got Shingo, they've got Naito, they've got Hiromu. Yes, 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 and yes. And that's uh, it. And Titan, I'm pretty sure. So you know, when who the fuck is that and when did that happen? <laughs> Last year, Bushi, Hiromu, Shingo, Naito, Titan. Mexican wrestler was signed with a uh, Ring of Honor for a while. Okay, that looks like Fuego del Sol to me, but <laughs> Fuego del Titan. Oh, man. Um, okay. Yeah, no, they need that. Like, if they're not going to just scrap LRJ, they, they're going to need to add someone. And they're going to need to add someone, like, with a decent name. Yeah. Because they, they've lost... Well, they've lost Evil. They've lost Sonata. And yeah. Shingo's basically stepped into the leader role in terms of how he's booked compared to Naito. Yeah, that's true. Um, Bushi is just there pretty much most of the time as the fall guy. Yeah, like... Romo's the junior guy. Yeah, and, well, apparently Teton's been a member of this group for a year and I've never seen him before. And I've watched uh, a few New Japan shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen now, IJ. I guess they're going to die a slow death, even slower than what Suzuki was. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I'm uh, glad that Sonata gets to... Well, this is, like, his, like, um, sink or swim moment. <laughs> like, yeah, this is his chance. This is his big chance, and I hope he does well. I hope he does a lot better than the last guy that left LRJ did when he started when he left to become a leader of a faction. I hope this went, this goes a lot better than that. Do you uh, remember the last big group Sonata was with before he joined LRJ? Um, was it James Storm's Revolution? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't thinking I was going to remember that, did, did oh. you? I pulled that out of my ass. Oh, such an underrated group. Yeah, uh, your boy TJP was in that. The great uh, Manic. Manic Abyss. Serena Deeb. Don't even remember Serena Deeb being there. Malabari Shira was in the group? Yeah. Oh. This was like around... Oh, Serena the was in the group for a week. This was around the time that James Storm pushed Mickey James onto the train tracks, by the way. 
such good shit. Um, so anyway, back to New Japan Cup. Um, on commentary, Chris mentions that backstage Hiroshi Tani Tanahashi has offered to take Will Ospreay's booking for uh, New Japan versus Impact, which will see him versus Speedball Mike Bailey WrestleMania. Such a weird match. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. now confirmed as well. I think Post has Post Wrestling has reported it. That's such a weird match, but I love it. It's such a weird matchup, but yeah, like Osprey versus Mike Bailey. Yeah, that 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 writes itself. But Tanahashi versus yeah. Mike Bailey. That's that's the classic thing of uh well, if you have to have a replacement, you pick a bigger name. <laughs> and <laughs> my God, I, honestly, like. Mike Bailey must be just like, holy fuck, I'm getting Tanahashi now. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah, so uh, as reported here on the uh, Post Wrestling website by Andrew Thompson, it's locked in. Tanahashi versus Speedball, Ace of the Universe. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, just before Chris signs off, he mentions that uh, Tanahashi... Not Tanahashi. <laughs> Tamashi is coming back to Australia touring Adelaide, Melbourne, and Sydney, but still no Wagga Wagga dates. Mm. Uh, so the next uh, event from New Japan uh, outside of the multiverses with Impact will be Sakura Genesis on Saturday, April 8th, which sees World Heavyweight Championship match Akata versus Sonata which is Sonata's cash-in for the New Japan Cup. Women's championship match, Mercedes Monet versus AZM, uh, who's mainly just been in stardom. I don't know that much about them. Yep. And junior heavyweight championship match, Hiromu Takahashi versus Robbie Eagles. No, that'll be nice. No, that'll be good. I'm just going to have a quick look at the newest... Uh, to mark dates before we uh, sign off here because I just want to see if that Robbie matches before or after. Sakura Genesis is on the 8th and then Tamashi Adelaide is on the 14th so it's the week after is Tamashi 14th, 15th and 16th. Stupid Capital Collision in America is a pay-per-view. Uh, but speaking of pay-per-views, they've actually put up the Mercedes match now. Wow. I haven't gone back and watched it, so I don't know if it's got commercial breaks in between or what. But, uh, yeah, it's now on New Japan World for you to watch for free under, like, New Japan Strong Battle in the Valley something or other. I don't know the exact name. And what, it's been almost two months now? Yeah. 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 Uh, where are we? New Japan Strong On Demand, Battle in the Valley Night 1. So you click on that from the 11th. Yeah. So it's been out for a little over a week. And you get the match of an eight-man opener. And then you get the match following of Kairi versus Mercedes. I don't know if they've... um broken this up because I haven't gone and watched it yet if there's breaks for like commercials or anything in between but 
yeah, bit weird. Very weird. Very, very weird. Yeah, so you want to watch the whole event in full, you've got to go and watch it in parts. And it's and it's chopped all over the place. So you have the eight-man opener, which is the first match of the show on the first release. And then you have the co-main event, which is the second last match of the show on the first release. Uh, what fuck are they doing? Yeah. Uh, nothing announced for the Adelaide show of Tamashi yet. Mm. Is when's Mania the first? Okay, so there's no major New Japan shows, just that Impact crossover show, and then Sakura Genesis is the week after Tamashi's two weeks after Mania. Yes. Anything else to mention there, Alex, before we sign off for the week? Anything you're looking forward to this week? Impact Live? Uh, Sacrifice? Oh. <laughs> Sacrifice is on. Um, yeah. <laughs> who's, who's wrestling in that? Who's even Impact Champions? Uh, who's the Knockout Champions? Mickey James? Yes. Um. Josh Alexander's still Impact Champ? Yep. Okay. Oh, Tag Champ's not not a chance of me guessing that. <laughs> After I said it earlier today, uh, Tag Champs is Bullet Club, Ace Austin, Chris Bay. Yeah, no, that still, even though you just said it earlier, that goes straight over my head because how... The Bullet Club's basically dead anyway. I mean, David Finley's the leader. <laughs> no, if you ask Evil, he's still the leader. Well, if he's the leader, why did he have a? Why did he start a new faction with a different name? <laughs> Fucking dumbass booking. <laughs> it's a subgroup like NWO B Team. Yes. Yes. Evil is the, is the leader of the Bullet Club if you considered Stevie Ray the leader of the NWO because he was the top guy in the B team. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but anyway, um, yeah, what matches? Who's Josh Alexander got at Sacrifice? Um, I'm not sure. I'll bring it up. That's a very good question. She's freeway at sacrifice. Champions should be in a freeway if they knew what they were doing with their marketing. Right? Yeah. Okay. Impact. Alberto El Patron. No, thank you. Fuck off. No. No. That was like the first thing that came up when I typed in Impact. Uh, sec fast. You have PCI versus Kenny King, a digital media champion, Joe Hendry versus Brian Myers, singles match of Gresham versus Bailey, singles match of Deanna Peraza versus Giselle Shaw, X Division match of Trey Miguel versus Lindsay Dorado, uh, tag match of Bullet Club, Austin and Bay versus TMDK, Bad Dude Tito and Shane Hayes. Six-man tag of Kazarian, Josh Alexander, so there's your world champ. 
and Rich Swan versus Time Machine, Alex Shelley, Chris Saban, and Kushida. Main event is the Impact Knockouts title, Mickey James versus Jordan Grace. But about midway on the card, there's a special match called the Busted Open match that'll see Bully Ray versus Tommy Dreamer. It's 2023, guys. Yeah. I, I, I get the play on words. I'm guessing it's a first blood match, right? Um, I get the play on words. They're both part of that busted open radio show. Um, yeah. First blood match, yeah, that's fine. But I don't want to see either one of these two guys bleeding in 2023. Oh. Not even a little? Maybe I'd want to see, like, either one of them bleed, like, shoot shoot bleed in real life for some of the things both of these guys have said in recent years but no not in a wrestling match oh who's the other host of busted open well uh there's what's his face um david lagreca is like the the non-wrestler and mark henry's also on that show Oh, that's the other wrestler I was thinking of, Mark Henry. Get Mark Henry in there as special guest referee. Fuck. The, if, they, if the match ends with just Mark Henry like doing a run-in and just murdering both of them and making them both bleed, then we got a winner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and then we just do the Hall of Pain in Impact. Uh, I wouldn't say no. Oh, man. Um, so what's been going on with you, my guy? Uh, where can the good humans find you? Um, smack it down on hiatus. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, on the sabbatical, busy. as they say. Yeah, yeah. Schedules just aren't happening. Um, like us at the moment. We're recording late at night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and that, that's why you get little sassy lines about Charlotte Flair by me, because I I'm a grumpy person at night. Um, but besides that, uh, not a great deal going on with me, but you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. I'll probably be like tweeting heaps on Sunday and Monday night because it's Survivor Finale Week, yo. Uh, it's been like a top-tier season, too. It's been fantastic. Um I have not been watching this season, this year's um, American Survivor season, which started a few weeks ago. The new format, not for me. Don't like all, every fucking 10 seconds there's a new advantage or a new twist or some shit like that. Nah, fuck off. Classic <laughs> um, Survivor. Yeah, yeah. Like, now, like, one of the advantages is called the knowledge is power. So, and that advantage is if you know someone has an idol, you can just take it from them. <laughs> yeah, they've had that the last few seasons. Yeah. And but I've seen two people play it and they didn't have an idol, so they lost their vote. Yes. Yeah. And then the, the shot in the dark thing that has never actually worked. That, that everyone keeps thing, trying. 
Yeah, where you give up your vote for a shot at immunity and you got a one in fucking 16 chance or whatever. Um, yeah, nah, I hate it. There's a lot of like twists in the game where it's like, I'll oh, give up your vote for this, give up your vote for that. And I just, yeah, don't like it. There was like, I think it was like last season and it was like, episode two or something and someone got voted out with two votes because everyone just gave up their vote and it was the first time that tribe went to tribal too so it was just like so dumb anyway (laughs) i applied for survivor australia they sent out a casting call for everyone but uh i'll apply i I won't get i won't get called and i because they just go for the really jacked, like, muscly, like, fit dudes. So I've got no chance, but... um, We need more Ruperts. Yeah, we need more Ruperts in this world, man. Yeah, fuck yeah. I'll, I'll steal someone's shoes and say, <laughs> ah, I plundered him. Um, oh, that's my favourite thing. Um, but, yeah, so Survivor's been fun for me. Australian Survivor, anyway. Um... But you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, at Fruities Alex. You can find us at WrestleOzStyle with an AUS on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Search us up on Facebook, WrestlingOzStyle. And you can find Chris at... At I'm Chris Funder. Or you you can go back and listen to the Wrestling Style archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or using the RSS feed found the show notes below for your podcast choice, including Apple. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time. trailers <laughs> any any movie he was in just make Otis be Chris Farley why, is, why haven't they done Zoolander with maximum male models with Otis yes why and they could have done like oh that Otis is so hot right now <laughs> instead of Hansel it's Otis Uh, leaving all the money on the table oh man yeah
Oh, actually, they they could they could have done like a whole thing of like Austin Theory's like whole build to John Cena is just each week he does his own trailer of a John Cena movie. Like this week he's the Marine. I wouldn't say no. And then next week is like is John Cena's character in Trainwreck or whatever. <laughs> oh, there's so much potential. But no, the Austin Theory John Cena feud is just one decent in ring segment and then the rest is like, oh but he's not here, so let's but let's have everyone ask, where is he? Where's Poochie? Yeah. John Cena is the Poochie of WWE. And after WrestleMania, he must return to his homeland. His planet needs him. 